0: Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 45, the history of the Nintendo GameCube, with me, George, and it's always joined by Tom, Wavebird, to my dead albatross. How's it going?
1: (laughs) I'm very well, mate, thank you. Are you okay? I am doing well. Excellent. I'm very excited this week. We've got a great feature on the Nintendo GameCube. Is this because you took the lead? I did a little bit, yeah. So you're excited. I am. So if I... Worked my fingers to the bone on that one. Oh, I bet you did. Mm.
0: Well, let's welcome in the new <laughs> listeners uh, and give them a quick rundown of how the show's going to go. Gonna for go. it. So,
1: going to hit them up with some excellent gaming news this week. Tom, what we got? Yeah, we've got a little bit of everything, really. We've got some news on the new Xbox Series X. Excellent. Then we launch into this week's feature. Everyone's
0: turned up ready for this. It's the history of the Nintendo GameCube. Yeah. where we've incorporated our listeners, dear listeners' memories. We have. And then we limp into the section that you love, Listener Stingray, where we go through the listeners' pickups, new and old, as Stingray's done his round-the-world trip, popped his boot, and they've nabbled bits out of it for themselves. Then the big man, the real deal, turns up at the bunkers' front door, and we pick out ourselves a new release and all that other good stuff. And then the show closes when I ask you, what you're hoping to play and the show will begin in a moment with what you've been playing but before we do that Tom turn on the hoover grab some pledge and dusters mumsy wants some housekeeping done now we just wanted to take a moment to reach out to all our listeners and thank them for listening in now Tom we have got a wide range a smorgasbord a cheese platter of countries across the world that have listened in so we shall uh, list them off So we've got listeners in Italy,
1: Ukraine, the UK, USA, Australia, Canada, Denmark, France, Ireland, New Zealand, Germany, Netherlands, Brazil, Spain, Finland, Sweden, Puerto Rico, United Arab Emirates, Norway, Japan, Belgium, Greece,
0: Ireland, Russia, Bolivia, Gibraltar, India, Austria, Tunisia. Mexico Switzerland the
1: Philippines Poland and Slovakia Tom, this show has worldwide reach That's pretty awesome It's nice to know in just under a year we've we've uh, covered the globe really We have International globe trotters to the stars and we just oh. want
0: to take a moment to thank every single Yeah, thank you for tuning in of the listeners and thank you to all of those people that reside in all of those countries and tell a friend Yeah if you're from one of those countries and you're listening now, tell a friend.
1: Tell everybody you know. Absolutely. I really wanted to read out those country names, like in Street Fire. You know where the little plane flies to. Yeah, you the don't country. like doing voices on air, though, do you? you get all no, embarrassed? I get scared. You do. I get scared.
0: So, when do you want it to do a call to arms? Do you want to do that now? I think it'll be better with a feature because it's to do with a feature. If that's okay. Okay. Well, in that case. The old school listeners, they know what's coming. And the new guys are about to find out. And let's keep this real. Let's keep this pure. Let's keep this. It's not the key that unlocks the show this week, Tom. It's Odder's. He's doing well, by the way. He's got now a Mondeo. I see. Gear X 51 plate. 100,000 miles on the clock, but she cleans up a Perla. It's got some sea nice. covers on it. Anyway, Odder's grip that well-worn 100,000-mile steering wheel because I'm going to ask Tom
1: what you've been playing. This week, I've been playing more Dreams. Uh, I've been playing more Shadow of the Colossus mm. and the usual online multiplayers. The usual ramble. Yeah, the assortment. Uh, Dreams is pretty good. I think I'm ready to do a bit of a, a lovely leave or layer on that one. Finally, the section Finally. of the show you
0: invented, then put in the bin, then dragged yeah. back out like a screaming <laughs> yep. corpse from the lair pit itself. It's going to be a uh, a leave for me. Mm, controversial, the game yeah. that's got nines and tens. Now we're talking to Tom, Tommy UK seventy three, who gave Days Gone seven, an <laughs> AKA a leave has now decided that dreams the game that got 10 out of 10 in nearly every place it was reviewed is a leaf tell us
1: why well there's only one reason really one sole reason is the time that is required to build something substantial and i'm not that great on the tools i'll admit like i'm sure other people would pick them up quicker you've got hands for thespian and stage work only yeah not yeah for, not for hand tools um yeah building like elements and as they're called in the thing or making them into a dream sequence or making music it's all really wonderfully done um like the way they've designed that and the tools you can use but you got to put a lot in to get a lot out and i just don't got the time for it so the box quote for dreams from the unofficial
0: controller podcast is you've got to put a lot in to get a lot out and i ain't got time for it (laughs) there you
1: go boom wrapped Um, up and done it's been nice to have a look at some of the uh stuff people's still been creating uh still amazing things and it will be something like mario maker where i just dabble in have a look what's been made and maybe play a few games on it see how that's Mm. coming along I think if the community stick with it, like the real sort of talented people on there.
0: So, the I few fans that reached out to me said they were looking forward to playing Tom's Farmerton experience that he'd made yeah, on Dreams. I think that will never happen. So, they've got to go back to that really Duff Mario Maker level you made. Mm-hmm. Something for the attention span of a, a small gnat. <laughs>
1: That's it. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so Dreams, gonna leave that one. Mm. Mm. Shame. <laughs> you hyped it you came in you got it's a little bit it's a little bit like for me when i had art academy on the wii u just dabble just chill like do a drawing whatever put some music on it's a good it's good one for relaxing with well when someone finally makes like an english village you can download that level put your name on it upload it call it farmerton sounds perfect job done all right uh shadow of the colossus of done a couple more bosses um, oh, like right, well, On a
0: little bit yeah. of bonus news okay see one of the dreams creators just a, a normal guy he's oh, a job yeah by our studio That's i don't great know news. any more than that yeah i've been yes, very same. busy this week lord mm-hmm. ponselbury's had my nose hard on the grindstone here in the bunker he's not let me play many games either anyway you were saying what were you going to tell me
1: yeah uh, i've done a couple more uh Colossi on Shadow of Colossus Colossies and um, for anyone who's interested obviously um, in that game it is now free to download on the Playstation 4 as a monthly game Mm. which is pretty cool Um, not cool for me because I've already got it can't win them all can't win them all Uh, you can trade it now though I like the box (laughs) I like the physical edition It'll get traded eventually. It will when the PS5 comes out. And I'm selling everything I have to get it. Maybe you need another pay rise. Maybe. Okay. Well, around about like October time, I'll start dropping the hints. I'm
0: surviving on an old cracker
1: and some dried wafer thin ham. That's enough for you.
0: Mm.
1: Pounds are falling off, I have to admit. Mm. Okay. Um, well... I suppose it's polite I see what you've been playing this week well
0: you asked me think Sunday night for some recommendations
1: I did yes
0: yeah and I I said to you you my max was a free game to download
1: I know and your reply to me was
0: it's not new enough for me
1: I have a really bad problem like I'm counting down the days so I can leave the podcast on Friday night and go and get Doom. I, just, I really struggle to go back and play anything older than six months. Really At difficult. Max is an incredible experience. Genuinely. <laughs> it
0: Graphically, it's great. The bleached out sun. The gameplay mechanics are awesome. Not forgetting, it was a free PSN game of the month. So if you were savvy enough and not too busy playing your online shooty-shoot games, that would have been there for you on PSN. Mm. And I'm telling you, It's a real piece of you. So I've been playing that, not much, as I say, because Little Ponson has had me whip, crack away, whip, crack away. So I've been doing a little bit of... um, Oh, before I went away, a little bit more Nino Cooney. Oh, God, game. I'm not enjoying it at the moment. It's a grind. Grind. It's a real grind,
1: but not an enjoyable grind. I quite like the old JRPG grind. I did... I'll say this now I found that with the sequel quite enjoyed like the opening five or six hours and then it just hit a wall it's like oh, I'm not enjoying this hmm what else have I been doing so there's that do you, sorry to uh, tell to me, to so, me sorry. come on
0: let me have any,
1: you need your word share I, on the podcast we know <laughs> this <laughs> on the subject of like grinding do you look back at Death Stranding now and think some of that was a big slog not at all if I could forget mm-hmm. that game Delete
0: it from my memory and do it all over again, I wouldn't. I'd be as much into it as I was then.
1: Yeah, I haven't gone back to it, admittedly. But yeah, I never felt the urge to like sort of carry on with the roads and and like trying to do all this sort of side missions, get all the um, what are they called? Where you did do deliveries to? Oh, no, there was more of those collectibles as well. Oh, really? well done I know I just blitzed through I mean because the main story was so long I found that took enough of my time which is a good thing to say about a game yeah
0: yeah. you felt it so long you just rushed through it and didn't really watch <laughs> any of the cutscenes or nothing <laughs> no I watched that skip them. skip skip yeah <laughs> I watched every single second of it I couldn't get enough of it I thought it was absolutely entrancing it was, I thought it was okay. a brilliant game uh, anyway we're talking about a game from probably six months ago now, and I was interested in that. And I'm about to talk about Persona 4 Golden on the Vita. Still enjoying that. Still enjoying that. Great game. That's never a grind for me. And I also found, behind a sofa, down on level 463 of the bunker, I found uh, a used copy of MLB-06 on the PSP. Ah, uh, and that's alright so yeah. obviously holds I'll tell like you I what uh, mm, I don't know if it holds up but the the attention to detail and the uh, TV style presentation of it when you're actually in the matches is amazing considering yeah. that's on a UMD absolutely amazing um, obviously no way near as awesome as it is on the PS4 but and I think is that all oh had another couple of uh fights on Fight Night Round 3 as well. Ah. The game that keeps... Oh, and as I promised, as I promised, man of my word, even if it cost me a, my hind legs, uh, started a playthrough of Devil May Cry on the PlayStation 2. Of the first one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just got to the bit um, before Lord Pontelbury dragged me away, <laughs> I got to the bit where I'd uh, got alabaster. Is it the sword, Alastar? Alistar. Oh, yeah. Alistar and you uh, it sort of sticks you through you to the ground, and then uh, you rise okay, yeah. up through it. Yeah, but, uh, classic PS2 in-game cutscene. You rise up through, and it, it almost looks like it like comes out through your face. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> uh, it looked a bit dodgy, but you know, yeah. I'm sure at the time it was amazing. I expected him to turn around and his whole face
1: to be cleaved open but that, that didn't happen I'd re- I really like you to play at least one and, and maybe four and then play five what about two and three yeah you can I, your, like... your
0: opinion is not valid because you consider Mad Max to be an
1: old game and therefore okay. you won't play it alright games are still games I know I just find it hard to go back always look forward you'll gear up
0: and you'll play another 2D Mario when they put it out with it's new flashy graphics mm. on I'm, I
1: must I must admit I must, I'm a sucker for a 2D Mario no I'm not I hate the 2D Mario sometimes I'm like give gives me Mario Odyssey sequel back in the day when what the Wii U going on? was your main gaming console you I don't you trumpeted the
0: 2D Mario it's like well an that's all
1: that's the only horse I could back in it. I was like yeah she's a good thoroughbred she'll run well
0: yeah it's missing
1: all basically this. it's a donkey out of the yard yeah with like one leg <laughs> Um, just thoughts about I know last week we, I briefly mentioned Animal Crossing Direct thinking that would lead to a Nintendo Direct this week covering what else they're going to have coming out nothing nothing Tumble this week weed. again surely they can't go all the way to E3 and not say what they've got coming out because it's pretty bare bones Oh, well, we've got that game that you're about to hype. When we get to the boot, that's coming yeah, out that's on Yeah, on Switch. PS4 as well. And what are you going to get it on? Rumour has it, PS4, because the Switch doesn't run that well.
0: well Top-down 2D game. It mm. doesn't run
1: it very well. It's quite fast-paced, I think. Sometimes, I think the optimization for it is not ideal for a lot of ports. It's because it's guess. an iPad with a couple of Bluetooth controllers glued on the side. Oh, it, it is, it is. Not saying it's not. Okay. Is I that think it? if I think if one of them had to go right now, it'd be the switch. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Get the knackers yard on the phone. Get old Finster games on it, the phone. If Cash it, it in. If it was a main console and it didn't have that portability, I think it would have to go. Wow. Until Zelda sequel comes out, and I just have to rebuy one.
0: Okay, well, is that have you finished now? Have yeah, you been yeah. So
1: boxed out, disgruntled as usual with Nintendo's okay strange ways. Well, it's time for the news. So scour the very darkest region of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, I ain't got to time to bleed. Oh. The famous predator line. I think they probably knew that. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, we are playing to a room of kids as well, so don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. old Fagan Ray brought the kids round he's left them here
1: so I don't know what he's <laughs> up to Predator Hunting Grounds is getting a demo before it's launched the trial weekend will run from March 27th to the 29th it's going to be for the PS4 and PC players players will be able to play solo as a Predator or group up as a fire team of four to outwit the Predator and survive uh, you will need online play to access this trial weekend though are you going to give that a double maybe Pretty cool from the footage they showed in the. Depending um, you know, on whether James trailer? and Fagin race uh,
0: Trooper kids is left, I can't play that uh, in front. Yeah, of me, can I? I know yeah, Fagan race probably shown him some far worse things, but uh, I'm sure he has. I'm a bit more responsible than that. Um, what we've got next? Yeah, I think I'll give that a go. Sorry. If it's free. Oh yeah, you're, you're in a rush here. <laughs> Slow no. down and chew your food. This is the very last of the petty scripts. Uh next bit of news, wonderful time ahead. The wonderful one oh one as its release date after reaching its crown foot numbers with ease. The action game from Platinum Studios will launch in North America on May nineteenth and Europe on the twenty second. Retail price is looking around the forty pound, forty dollar mark. Having played this on the Wii U, Tom can definitely recommend it and those who haven't experienced it should probably give it a go. Absolutely, uh, great little action! I'm going to swerve that like a load of barrels falling off the back of a lorry it's on not the on, M25. It's not on
1: PS4, you're not going to try that. Not at all. No.
0: No. Unbelievable. I don't play old games off the Wii U. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Touche. Is that not coming to the Switch? Yeah. It is. Did you? Th- I'm not even going to mention them in the news, but. We Obviously. did an
0: episode about how the Wii U was basically just donating all its good games that no one played to the Switch. Do you remember what that episode was called?
1: Murder of the Wii U, suspect number one, the Nintendo Switch. Would you believe that's our most popular episode ever? Is
0: it? Yes. Huh. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Oh, but like, what have you got for the next bit of news? Uh,
1: DJ Fuser is in the building publisher nc soft and developer harmonics of rock band fame have got a new game coming out this fall wow it's called fuser and from the brief trailer the music sounds on point with blue oyster cult mixed with some more modern tracks uh the game is all about being a dj and it's going to allow you to create mix and share music do you think they're going
0: to try and uh, prize our mouths open and cram some kind of crazy peripheral, peripheral? what yeah. did you call them peripheral peripherals peripheral the <laughs> <laughs> <paraffa-raffa>. <laughs> They're going to try and ram a paraffle. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't
1: know. I didn't really. I, did, on, I didn't mate. really see anything
0: obvious in the trailer. I wonder if it's not the DJ, the DJ hero uh, setup, but with the uh, mm. the end pin change so you can't use the old one. So you got to buy a new bit of tech. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. No right?
1: doubt. Under the stairs cupboard, so it falls on you when you get the hoover out. I think. It. I think there's a lot of people who enjoy those sort of games though. I'm terrible at rhythm action, so. I did not do well on That's, um,
0: I, I like to think I'm good at it but every time I try and play the Yakuza <laughs> karaoke
1: scenes you, which is that I, I, I'm all over the place you not try Beat Saber then with a the VR no. no no looks pretty tough no um, what we got next dude just remember this one uh,
0: well yeah you wrote the script this week you wrote the news this week and uh, you put swear words in it so I'm going to have to come up with something on the fly so built like a brick toilet house Uh, A few new details are dropped about the new Xbox Series X, and it's looking like a monster. Features of the hardware include 12 teraflops of GPU power, which is twice the amount of the Xbox One X, variable rate shading, hardware-accelerated ray tracing. Stingray's at it again. He is. Or Ray. He won't die, Tom. (laughs) He's a long-time lover of this show now. No doubt that will be artwork. Uh, Quick resume for the multiple games, 120 frames per second and a new function Microsoft has dubbed Smart Delivery. What's Smart Delivery then? Techno? I don't know, dude. They haven't really said. Yes, they Uh, have. Have Have they?
1: Yes. What does it do then?
0: If you buy a game on the Xbox One X and then that releases on the Xbox Series X, Smart Delivery will enable you to play the most advanced version of that. Game that's fantastic. on your current system ever the so, news hound finder of facts he puts it in the news and denies all knowledge that he ever knew anything
1: about it. <laughs> um, so that's obviously cyberpunk's going to be one of the first that do that more than likely because I did read about that oh you've but now I, put your hat on have you I have yeah the little yeah, I hat that. With the word press yeah. tucked in the side yeah, of it yeah.
0: here he comes <laughs> Hiya. Barry
1: Snippet Peter Parker <laughs> is Barry Snippet a new character yeah, he runs a local paper, doesn't he? Farmerton Times. Farmerton News. Farmerton Times. It's classic. Mm. Okay. What's his name again? I've got it already. Barry Snippet. Barry Snippet. Whoops. Um. Yeah, Barry Snippet. Pork pie hat.
0: I Chasing down right the local now. news. Bit. Sees them, he must be the guy who wrote the uh, PCSA Ross
1: Kemp story. Rumour has it he chased Prince Harry out of the country. Did he? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well,
0: I think he caught Prince Harry uh, buying a prawn ring from Farmerton Foods. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to the community for the Farmerton Foods and the. Uh, As ever, Tom. They got round one of my slip ups and they came up with uh, Clamond, Harkson, and May. <laughs> Theresa <It was laughs> that. May. That's cool. A clam and Stingray with a. That'll go up this weekend. We've got a few okay. uh, Farmington Village updates. We've got Fagan Ray, yeah. We've got the uh, first gear. I think it it was uh, ad or show, and I think we've also got a zoomed in picture of Richard Clamond. <laughs> Get ready for that. Very good. Uh, and Boba Loba
1: was the latest member of the Inglorious Bastards to be immortalised in print. Yeah. So it pays to stick around with the show and. Join the unglorious bar stewards. If the, you want the show, hardcore listeners. If you want to, do you want to? Do you want to go ten rounds on your
0: mic this week? No. What, what? What's
1: wrong with you? Had too few many Santoris. <laughs> few, too few, many, too few, many. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, we've probably made enough of a mouthful of the news. Uh, did we miss anything? Do you have an opinion or take on the news that we missed? What's the big game that's coming out? if we miss the stealth drop of Blood Roots everyone's playing that right now and you know telling us how boring we are because we don't even know it's coming out how will they get in contact with us and let
1: us know what a, what a great little game that is uh, you can direct messages on Instagram or Twitter as a lot of you do or you can uh, email us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. wow well Tom that means we've
0: surpassed the forest of doom which is the news we've meandered through the vine-ridden area that is the uh, what you've been playing. We have. And we've arrived
1: at the door to the feature. But You wanted to do a call to arms. Yeah, we'll just do a little call to arms before this kicks off. Make it a good one. So the feature this week is about the history of the Nintendo GameCube. Hmm. What I'd like all the hardcore fans to do, and new listeners, if you could do this, it'd be awesome, is repost the show Instagram post which will go out tomorrow or tonight tonight, tonight. and just with a simple hashtag hashtag GameCube okay we Is always a- listen to you yeah that'll be about two of them doing it <laughs> so that's going to help promote the show and the feature and hopefully we can get some uh, big Nintendo and GameCube fans tuning in to hear all about the feature Well, is it worthy well we shall find out Tom it's time for the history of the
0: GameCube feature as always to do the console justice we head back in time thanks to the mystery of Stingray's X's Maestro Turbo as always it's a little bit muddy after came up with Trace Ray but there you go that's one of those things to do so we must descend down in the bunker Tom let's take the lift if you uh, are you in? I am put your hair in I don't like getting <laughs> trapped up on the top floor and Not then it's descending 4,000 floors and it getting ripped clean off your scalp. We can't afford for that to happen because your your gaming knowledge has surpassed everything this week. Scareface,
1: Egon Spangler. The
0: Man of Facts, yes. Fright Features. Egon Fright Spangler. Features. Yes. I was a big fan of the Real ghost We have had all the toys. Scareface, yeah.
1: Yeah, but unlike you, I was a young child, so I won't remember, whereas you were 18. I was 25. Well... had all the toys left them sealed
0: money maker that's what I'm doing you see always one step ahead of the game on the Antiques Roadshow next year exactly apart from that time I came home and Mumsy was like uh, I've let him go in your bedroom play with on Ghostbusters toys you're not bothered about you've left in the box (gasps) No. (laughs) I think we've definitely reached the bottom of the no we haven't got in the lift yet have we not no pull your air in I don't know what you've been doing this week. I don't know whether you've smeared creosote in your beard and therefore you're (laughs) perpetually in some sort of fever dream. Uh, Pull your hair in. Okay. I'm in. I'm fully in. You're fully in. Arms, legs, the hair, everything. Okay. I feel safe. Get your nose in. I don't
1: usually shut the doors when I go down. That's why I thought we were moving. No. You need to push the button. The one underneath the oil prospecting platform (laughs) and the one above... (laughs) And the one above Fagin Ray's home for orphan boys. Oh God. Well oof. Yeah. I don't like these
0: references. I don't like these <laughs> I don't like these references on the show. I don't want you making references about young boys? It's stuff like you're thinking. It's not that. And it's certainly not that. Anyway, let's descend down. Push the button. Brilliant. Oh I hear Lord Ponsonbury must have put some money in the show because we got Lyft Music again. Hooray! Excellent.
1: Oh, oh, I suppose. It's still on a loop, though, isn't it? Well, we that's what Lyft we... Music is. Wow, well, no, it's like a one-track loop. It's only one song. Anyway, or, or. it
0: stopped, the doors are popped, and there she is in front of us, resplendent in her burgundy glory. Tom, hang on. The home of Simpson Mooney's back that you took out a few weeks ago because it was an era... Correct. It's mm. back in
1: there. It's very. What year did the GameCube come out? Two thousand and one and two thousand and two. Oh, look at him! Tattoo paid off. Yeah.
0: That one he did with the compass and some ink that he got out of a Parker pen cartridge. Absolutely. Some people were unsure what it was. Thought it was a bin. It's actually a GameCube. His favourite console. Okay, let's get in. Does that coma Mooney help with the uh, time travel in any way?
1: No, but this rather fetching tartan throw provides all the speed we need.
0: Oh, my goodness. Maybe we should dangle it over the uh, front screen and shine lights through so it looks like we're going at ludicrous speed, like space (laughs) balls. Anyway, let's jump in, take a sip on the out-of-date McDonald's Coke under the back seat, and Tom, hit the blast process button. What's blast processing?
1: The Sega Genesis has blast processing. Super Nintendo doesn't. So what's blast processing
2: do? Whoa.
0: Oof. So that's what time travel feels like, Tom. Yeah. Rough ride. Feels like being a Worthers original in Fagin Ray's mouth. (laughs) Anyway, the year is two thousand and two. Lint biscuit and Lincoln Plark. Lincoln Plark? Oh, God. This weekend. Get your crayons out, Finster Gamer and Adam the Artist. You're going to draw Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park, (laughs) Blair from the stereo and a young man's Let's start again because they turned up for a proper professional history. When we do the compendium, this will get edited out. The year is 2002. Limp Bizkit and Lincoln Park, Blair from the stereo in a young man's room as he clears away a well-played Nintendo 64. Today is the day he's been waiting for with his money from a part-time job squirreled away. He can't wait to hop on the bus to college, but today he won't be spending much time at college. Today is May 3rd, and he's on his way to pick up the Nintendo GameCube on its EU release day. Who's this young man we're talking about? Whose room are we in right now? Because for the Mario Kart retrospective, we went to my
1: teenage bedroom. We are in my teenage bedroom. What's as odd has been in your room? He hasn't, no.
0: I just see that there's a couple of magazines, Escort and Fiesta. I know they were his previous <laughs> rides, so I didn't know whether... <laughs> no, they're not here. car magazines. Are they not car magazines?
1: No. Okay. Oh, man, I miss my, like, posters that I used to have on the walls. I wondered where you were going to go with that. Yeah. Lita from WWF. Uh, who else would I have? Sarah Michelle Gellar from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And China, Joni Law. <laughs> I did. you did. <laughs> You forget all the games.
0: Rest in peace. Rest in peace. She still looks beautiful in the picture. She does. Yeah. I'll just wipe that off. Okay. So, as always, for the feature, we ask the listeners, the fans, in their assembled thousands out there, to comment in and get
1: their own personal memories woven into the fabric of our history of shows. First up, it's Retro Gamer Thomas. I only got a GameCube about six years ago when I started collecting and I must admit I love it. There's some great titles on it although I find they're starting to get very pricey now. Especially with uh, stores like CX wanting uh, what they want for the games. But I have to say Double Dash is my favourite. Sometimes playing that in my old game shed uh, is my favourite Mario Kart out of all of them. Mm. Would you agree with that or do you just like 8 because it's the new one? I didn't play uh, Double Dash a lot. I think it came out um, at a point where I was playing the PS2 a lot more, because I I go through phases of I I probably played more GameCube overall, but there was a lot of titles that he's now giving me the Pinocchio nose image for the. I want to sound cool
0: and like I've always supported Nintendo, so I definitely didn't play Mac PS2 more. Like, oh really? You spent more time on the Metal Gear Solid demo <laughs> than you ever did on anything on the GameCube. <laughs> anyway that's uh thank you for your comment retro gamer thomas he's right the gamecube is appreciating price fast and those games are stacking up
1: yeah very quickly
0: crazy even prices. the uh even need for speed Underground two is gonna cost you a pretty bit of change uh oh hang on a minute pez 3.5 going dark in his cod night vision goggles i'll lead in with him he says i still own one always loved playing ocarina wind waker and twilight princess or playing smash bros melee with my cousin for hours on end that helped me a lot of uh, that helped me get a lot of smash brothers practice which is why tom just can't beat me at ultimate now it's a sad fact he's lucky he gets to play games with a
1: gaming celebrity like yourself. well is. yeah you can too if uh, i don't want to you play, play your games. cards right no, i
0: don't want to play games with you
1: okay unless you win you get
0: very mardy mumsy comes in she's like let him win just let him win one game <laughs> like right okay I've put the controller down don't make an effort like right okay I'll move the controller around
1: it's not the same it's not the same it's not the same better than what you used to do where you just pretend my controller was plugged in I know but you felt like a proper big boy I did yeah it's like when the CPU people, playing, like, The Rock just laying the smack down on I, your I character. Look I'm, at me, look, look, I'm so good at this. I don't
0: know if I'm the only person that this experience happened to. It's not a, an unplugged uh, controller story, but it's uh, when I used to go to the beach resorts or whatever with Mumsy and Dadsy and you'd go in the arcade and yeah. they wouldn't give me any money, so I would go and, like, just move the stick around to the actions <laughs> on the screen in the arcade game, like, look. Well, Lift arms up, stretched up, touching, them, touching the, contr- not touching them up, <laughs> touching, reaching up and touching the controls. I'm not touching this thing up, obviously. And then sort of wheeling around the controls and pressing the buttons, feeling like I remember Mike, uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker because you're obviously older than me, uh, so I was only a young lad when that came out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what else did we used to do? Getting you'd get in the. Uh, oh what game was it so was it Super Thunderblade you'd get in that and you'd be oh moving mate, the chair yeah, around that was awesome. and then one of the bigger boys would come with money and you'd be like oh sorry and you'd get off and he'd put in 20p and he'd be doing yeah. it all and you'd be like looking looking at your mum looking all sad face like, mum say can I please have some money to play on it then you'd get on it and crash in the first <laughs> two minutes <laughs>
1: Marty. back to the feature Tom yeah um well, going back to the history of the GameCube, the GameCube saw the long-standing company partner up, uh, partner up with Artex for the aesthetic design of the new machine. Uh, it proved very striking when it launched in Japan on September 14, 2001, uh, North America on November 18, 2001. The rest of the world had to wait until 2002, though, for Nintendo's fourth traditional home console entry. It was codenamed the Dolphin in the early stages, and Nintendo was getting ready to enter the battle. The PlayStation Two and Microsoft's original Xbox were already on the shelves, so the odds weren't really in Nintendo's favour. The dra- uh, graphical showcase Halo for Xbox and the PS 2s ever-growing catalogue of games meant Nintendo had to come out swinging, and boy, they didn't disappoint mm-hmm. with one of the strongest launch lineups in uh, ever, in our opinion. Um, this included Luigi's Mansion. Wave Race Blue Storm Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2 Dave Mirror Freestyle BMX Super Monkey Ball Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 Crazy Taxi Sonic Adventure 2 Burnout and International Superstar Soccer 2 hmm. What do you think that launch line-up?
0: Well, I think it's probably the strongest launch line-up in your opinion I think it's made up a load of DC cast-offs but,
1: you know Two Was Monkey Ball Dreamcast? I don't think it was, was it? I think it probably would have been if it stayed yeah. here, out if it had longer. been alive. Oh, but yes. it died. Well, that's not Pillaged. a bad launch lineup That is that I think that's really strong. I think you've got so much covered there. You have got a bit of everything. The only thing that's probably missing is uh, FPS, if you really want to be strict. And I think Halo really did carry the Xbox when it launched, like a few months before. Project Gotham. Yeah. Carried Either that one. console. Mm-hmm. That was a cracking game anyway it's time for a, another listener comment who yeah. we got George well all the
0: way from the sunny US of A we've got the Chronicles of Gamer he says my girlfriend had one it's in our house the only game I played on it was Mario Strikers and it was awesome oh that's a great game we had so many striker parties it was great I hope they release it on the Switch or make a new one yeah Me too. us it for the Switch Chronicles of Gamer you know what they like uh, I'll also wheel in with this one—the longest, most loyalist, most serviest fan of the show, the barber who games. He didn't get my hand—I didn't get my hands on a GameCube until around 2010. I remember waking, walking in, waking, waking up in a GameStop, walking into a GameStop, and overhearing one of the employees say they had a GameCube that was defective and was about to be tossed. <laughs> There's something very different here. Uh, so out of curiosity I offered them $5 for it and they accepted it I then proceeded to buy Smash Brothers Malik $60 <laughs> he says uh, sweating emoji totally worth it smiling with teeth emoji and the GameCube worked too laughing till to I cry emoji yeah very good bargain there really yeah talking to bargains Tom best thing about the GameCube received a price cut before launch knocking it down in the UK to an unbelievable 129 pounds. That is
1: cheap, isn't it, for a launch. Obviously, I remember the launch really well. We talked about it briefly at the start. I got on the bus. And or, or a few weeks before I realized like how much it'd been reduced to and it's like I'm going to be able to get another controller or another game and there's some serious confidence in your product. Yeah. It was a strange decision, but definitely welcome one for me
0: even though it's powerful because it was such in such a small form factor I think it kind of un- un- £129 kind of unsold- undersold itself didn't
1: it it's a good point yeah maybe it made it seem a bit cheap and tacky
0: well as you say no wonder that young lad with his Lita posters and uh, Joni Lawler posters was heading into town with a big grin on his face <laughs> going to get four games and an extra controller the GameCube had started strong, with 75,000 consoles sold over two days in the UK, dwarfing the PS2, which managed 40,000 in the same amount of time. During the GameCube era, we saw the sale of Rare to Microsoft, with Star Fox Adventures being the last game made for Nintendo by Rare. This seemed a strange move, considering Rare had made some of the best-selling games on Nintendo's former console, the N64.
1: Yeah, it's a shame really, but... I th- I, I'm thought i a fan of Star Fox Adventures. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I think it was really well made. I thought it was good. I, mm. I think um, it's a little, little Zelda esque in, in um, the format of it. But I really like the flying sections and the fact that you travel to a new planet and you're actually f- flying and fighting in the. It wasn't going to be that, though, was it, Till Mr. Miyamoto got involved and said,
0: That character you've got for Dino, <laughs> dino Planet? Like, yeah. Yeah. Looks like a
1: fox. I want this to be a Star Fox game. Uh, I think it's smart marketing. It may be although maybe we'd be talking about Dino Planet, like we talk about um, Jet Force Gemini and uh, Banjo. Jet Force Gemini is the best game they ever made. Best game they ever made. Some may say. Some might say.
0: Who else have we got? Tom, who's uh, uh, we've who's got, propping up to share a GameCube memory? We
1: have got Eslo and Midna. My first experience of the GameCube was when the, my housemate imported a Spice Orange Cube shortly after the Japanese launch, along with Luigi's Mansion, Wave Race, Blue Storm, and Super Monkey Ball. All were great games, but it was monkey ball that caused us both to pull a week-long sickie, play all day and night till we completed it. I bought my own Cube when it launched in the UK the following year. There are so many games on that system that still rank as some of the best of all time, such as Metroid Prime, Wind Waker, Smash Brothers Melee, Resident Evil 4 and F-Zero GX. Other old balls such as Pikmin 1 and 2, Eternal Darkness and Beautiful Joe are still great fun. What's more, the Wavebird controller was one of the first proper wireless pads and paved the way for modern controllers. Such a great system and, in my opinion, one of the Nintendo's best ever. Uh, It crushed the PS2 at the time, plus it's got a handle so you can wield it as a weapon. More innovation. Great little comment. Thank you, Ezra and Midnight.
0: Well, while we're here, I'll dip in. We've had some late arrivals in the comments section. So we've got the muscle of the show. We can't ever forget the loyal Daddy Zilla and his his clan. And I see Cara Zilla's had her stitches out. She's looking fit and healthy again after the scare that the Zilla's got. And I know uh, if you're listening, Devin Zilla, and I know you are, you've recently had a pretty bad sore throat, but you've had some antibiotics and you're on the mend, and that's all great news. Uh, So Daddy Zilla found the time to say my fondest memory was back right around my earlier 20s playing ATV2 with my buddy Jaeger and his girlfriend hello if you're listening Jaeger and his girlfriend wonder if they're still a thing <laughs> maybe probably Mr. and Mrs. Jaeger now we would just chill and have a few beers we did this a lot actually thank you and uh, Daddy Zilla for that one and uh, love to all the family and obviously he gets mentioned unless Tom gets his name wrong and then we go a few episodes calling him an odd cat but guess what odders he gets a mention at the top of the show. He's gripped his wheel all the way to here, that knurled Mondeo wheel that he's got now. He says, I was on board with the GameCube since it was first unveiled. He is a proper fan of the Cube, Tom. You just park your bouffant down one minute, give your neck muscles a break. I was working full-time at a well-known sports clothing store at the time on the bountiful wage of £3.56 <laughs> an hour. And that's still the same wage there? <laughs> I pre-ordered it from Electronics Boutique. Uh, he thinks Uh, with Luigi's Mansion and Rogue Squadron of course a memory card how can we forget those consoles needed memory cards I booked the day off work to go and collect it and was there for 9am the small compact box it was packed in was a far cry from the usual big boxes of previous consoles then opening the cases to see the tiny disc was amazing the amazing feeling, feeling and wonderment was further felt when you saw how amazing the graphics were that this tiny cube could put on such tiny discs especially on Rose Squadron, with every detail of Death Star surface clear to see. I still have my original GameCube to this day. It's a console that's introduced me to some amazing games, two of which are two of my all-time favourites, those being Pikmin and the Resident Evil remake, a game which took the original and improved on it in every way, especially with its amazing graphics. The Cube also gave us classics, such as Mario Sunshine, Mario Kart Double Dash, Wind Waker, with its controversial art style, which some people were not keen on. We must remember this, Tom. Beautiful Joe Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem which was my first experience of a true psychological horror as the game messed with your head making you think your memory card had been corrupted if your sanity meter dropped too low and Resident Evil 4 which as much people rave about it I'm not keen on because new and fresh as it was at the time to me it was the beginning of the end for traditional horror with the survival and any sense of tension and atmosphere he's a man taste and class is Otters
1: I'm a big fan of his and me of mine he of mine Yes, I've decided now you sure this isn't your online alter ego I wish he was drives him right? on day drives him many...
0: on uh, day yeah <laughs> well yeah, you're right <laughs> I haven't finished yet It says more of course he does it's Otters well, that's what I was going to say I wish I was this eloquent uh, and being replaced with the over, top, over the top action, quick time events. Here, here, otters. yes. Uh, thankfully, we now have returned to traditional survival horror, and long may it stay. Okay. Very good. It's time for a new <claps> listener. Now, Tom, this guy is responsible for the best review on iTunes. Tongue in cheek, five stars, exactly how we like it. And as I say, if he's still got the best review on iTunes come June. So therefore, this is a tip. Rush to iTunes and see if you can do a better review. Five stars. Slate us in the comments. We're not bothered. <laughs> but the best one, come June, we'll read a selection of the mail. The best one, gets, one of, gets George's special prize. A little special community chest. Ah, very nice. Yes. What uh, does the loyal Mr. Mystery say? And one more thing Mr. Mystery reached out. Yeah. He joined Instagram. Mm-hmm. He waded in and got involved. And he's in now the Unglorious VIP message forum.
1: You see, he? we're picking been, them up quick, he's aren't been we? fully inducted in. And he's I think we need to start making it a little bit harder to get in there. Maybe an induction. Um, to be honest, when you've done everything Mr. Mystery's done for the well, show, well,
0: he has, yeah, exactly. He you you said, Make yourself okay. known, you know. Mr. Pumpkin's in there, Danny plays was in there, Danny plays is in there, started speaking up, you know. All those that are in there, let your
1: voice be heard, don't let the bigger boys drown you out. Tell me what Mr. Mystery says. Uh, he says, I got the Platinum GameCube for my birthday a few years ago in spanking condition, and I have such great memories of it launch internal darkness. Um, Gladius, which I got for Christmas this year. Jet Force Gemini. I think that one's an error. Mario Party Five and Mario Kart Double Dash being some of my cherished gaming moments. None, however, can match Monday Night Golf Club, where all congregated around a friend's house to hook up a four-player on Tiger Woods 04. The best Tiger controller Woods controller. In this is the best bit. This is actually when I read this, I thought that's <laughs> got that's up there for the uh, comment of of the month when we draw that out controller in hand and wearing a golfing glove each magic times no that's you
0: missed con- out why don't you read out the emojis no need for them laughing till i cry emoji no. do you know what that is that is that's the sort of thing we do i had some really great memories of tiger woods 04 on various
1: different consoles game i Cube love a PS golf game it. when you got four you like that it's awesome
0: it Is thank you for that comment mr mystery let's Wade back in through the unwashed
1: clothes that cover your bedroom floor. It's a mess in here, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. It wasn't all bad, though, as where some bonds were broken, others were forged, and Nintendo lauded a very lucrative deal. Um, they struck up a partnership with gaming developer giant Capcom. Dubbed the Capcom 5, these games were PNN 03, Beautiful Joe, Killer 7, Dead Phoenix and the critically acclaimed Resident Evil 4. These titles Ninten- Nintendo hope would shift consoles and while they helped, unfortunately, many of these games came to release on the PlayStation 2. More. More help
0: for the GameCube derived in the form of Retro Studios, who brought Nintendo's Metroid series, kicking and screaming into 3D for the first time. Metroid Prime released on March 21st, 2003, and will become the first game in a trilogy for the lead character, Samus Aran.
1: Here at Unofficial Controller, we consider it one of the best, if not the best game from Retro Studios. Still remains one of the highest metacrit- Metacritic-rated games of all time. And uh, it didn't perform too shabby in sales-wise either, with more than a million copies sold in North America alone. Oh. The GameCube featured a number of
0: accessories. Let's talk, hang on a minute, whoa, slow down. Let's uh, massacate over that one for a moment. What did you. Uh, you're obviously a big fan of the Metroid Prime series. I remember a friend of mine, when I was in the. Uh, well, I, I remember. Away from home phase back then. He had yeah. a GameCube with the screen. Yeah. A flip up screen. huh. And he was playing this. I was like, what's that? What's this? What's
1: this? The first time you saw Metroid Prime, I brought it around yours. No, it wasn't. The first time oh, I saw before it then. was when my mate with the screen and the GameCube showed me it. When ah, we went from home, so you yeah. went from seeing it on that to seeing it on the big screen? Yeah.
0: And I have to admit, it's an impressive game. I it mean, is, I like some yeah. of the graphical effects of like, the screen icing and you could see a reflection of her
1: face and her visor from yeah. memory. Some yeah, real yeah. clever touches. Yeah, some really nice stuff in there. Um, the way they they transferred from 2D to 3D, obviously Metroid skipped out of the N64 era um, other than featuring in Super Smash Bros. They did such a great job like they've done with uh, Zelda going from the 2D games to the 3D games they really did the same with Metroid and and it was a brave decision to chuck it in that first person view Uh, obviously you can go into like the ball and scuttle around the map and stuff which is pretty cool Mm. Um, but yeah a phenomenal game really enjoyable Um, I've never played the third in the trilogy though played the second one and you never will now probably not no because it's old yeah, there's talk of HD remasters for the Switch, but I just don't want too many remasters anyway.
0: Oh, well. Not enough time. The GameCube featured a number of accessories, including an ill-fated broadband adapter, which didn't work with much other than the port of the Dreamcast Fantasy Star <laughs> Online. One that proved a bit popular was Nintendo's Wavebird, one of the first wireless controllers on the market and championed the idea of wire-free gaming at an affordable cost.
1: Yeah, I thought I had one of those. I loved it. thought it was brilliant. Lasted, uh, lasted real well because it had the batteries and then the receiver was uh, in the controller port. Um, just going back there to the broadband adapter, I had Fantasy Star Online for the Cube, and I never took it online or anything. Where I just used to play it with my brother, like split screen co-op. What a weirdo! Uh, to be honest, at that time, in the bunker, there was absolutely no way the internet was good enough. It's barely good enough now. It's 56k dial-up now. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, The GameCube's biggest-selling game, however, would be Super Smash Bros. Melee, the multiplayer fighting game starring Nintendo's biggest mascots. Smash Bros. really hit stride with this version, and many hardcore fans consider it the series' best entry. Melee sold a staggering 7.9 million, came very uh, very shortly after the launch of the GameCube and really helped show... um, with the four controller ports, local multiplayer. W- this was going to be a console of choice for that.
0: Hmm. Um, some would argue. Some would argue. Yeah. Based on the fact they've had to make a uh, GameCube controller for every console since, that, that was the best controller they ever made.
1: I agree. I was thinking about this when um, I was penning the, the script, and. I, I think Did you pen
0: the script or did you dictate it to one of your lackeys?
1: Well, we'll not discuss that.
0: Laid down in a chaise lounge with a smoking jacket on, cigarette in one of those cigarette holders. Let me tell you the story of when I went to buy a GameCube.
1: <laughs> you know me so Mumsy, well. Mumsy,
0: are you in the dining room? Yes, very good. Combing the very top of my bouffant. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: there's a ghost in Luigi's mansion who has like a massive bouffant. Is that what it's you look like thing. two yeah, days after a right. haircut? Yeah, it is,
2: yeah. <laughs> is I, there enough?
0: Could the game. Does the GameCube push enough polygons to accurately render your bouffant?
1: Or would it easily, have to be. Easily. Wow, well, that would be. But if you want that sucker in high resolution, you've got to go Xbox Series X.
0: Is that right? Yeah,
1: for photo realism. Even it's got smoke pouring out
0: of it when they run the <laughs> tech demo. Just you on a black screen with your hair wobbling 16,000
1: stories high. <laughs> oh, GameCube controller anyway, yeah. The best ever.
0: Um I went through a phase of hating it. And there was a I'll tell you my GameCube memory if you like. Yeah, cuz I had one. I've had one a couple of times. I've okay. got one now actually. Yeah. And it's actually my friends who I'm going to talk about in a moment it's his that he gave to me ah now he had two games for his Gamecube Bad Boys which was terrible (laughs) Will Smith like film so it never got played and Need for Speed Underground 2 yeah and he was determined that he wouldn't buy a new game till we finished Need for Speed Underground 2 (laughs) get rolling you know the tune Uh yeah yeah and I couldn't. He played it in the outside car view, like chase cam, and I couldn't play a racing game unless it was in bumper mode. So mm-hmm. only you can only see the track, nothing else. Yeah. And we, oh, some of the time trials on there on like hard, hard, extreme hard difficulty because it was. He had to get finished in its absolute <laughs> finest detail. Okay. He's very stubborn. He wanted to extract every penny out of this thing for speed on the ground too get rolling was emblazoned in my ears burnt in like sun on my retinas and we played the absolute wheels off that game I mean some good memories we had a great time and I'm sure in fact I know he's listening now and he's probably thinking (laughs) I did punish him with that game I (laughs) did yes I did Um, but some of the effects in that game um, that the cube was doing with the water on the track and the reflections and other bits and bobs it did look good it was the best for of the three. An, for an EA racing I'll game... I'll tell you. It,
1: mm. it was better than Xbox.
0: Yeah, but it didn't have a hard drive, so you couldn't do big open areas like Morrowind to Halo, so it was dead to Meh. me. Meh.
1: Mm. Meh. Yeah, I'll give you that, because Morrowind is very different to, like, Wind Waker and stuff. They're quite condensed. Wind Waker's like Fisher-Price, my first RPG, compared to Morrowind. Ah. <sighs> true story true story bro who else oh it's been a while King Lizard Tom what's he got to say for himself I've only just got one this year I was always too busy working on uh, first release but decided a GameCube <laughs> for its catalogue have I misread something there no I was just thinking much like this show he's on the white hot edge of game and he got a GameCube this year oh he did yeah um Decided game key for the catalogue of Resident Evil games and Star Wars Rogue Squadron titles, both classic series. And actually purchased the Resident Evil Four Limited Edition with the game for just ninety something pounds, uh, a bargain as I've seen them sell for one fifteen to three hundred. Nice 300. work. Yeah, I think he's he's done well he's, there, hasn't he's he? Done very well, yeah. Looking forward to building memories.
0: Praise be. Hand emoji. Fire! 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 Emoji.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Next, we've got Finster Gamer. Uh, who sadly Finster said gamer, yeah. I've never owned a GameCube but tested a few in my time all I know from working at CEX other brands are available Finster Games in the village covering himself yeah he is is that the games are super expensive now and it's hard to find a disc that doesn't look like someone has had at it with the sandpaper <laughs> yeah, good old Finster Gamer there's, there's someone
0: off. who's uh, got involved in the show and
1: been woven into the very fabric of Farmerton and the lore of the show speaking of the discs though One area we should discuss briefly is Nintendo's decision to switch from cartridge to disc. But as usual with Nintendo, there's one step forward, two steps back. Eight. Back. Yeah, pretty much. During the N64 PS1... uh Start again. Put your teeth in. Here's some
0: denture grip. I can do this if you want. Because you've obviously confused yourself. Okay. During the N64 PS1 battle, many gamers loved the CD sound quality of the PS1 down to its use of discs. Games like Tony Hawk and numerous wrestling games are vastly superior in their sound quality to their N64 counterparts due to Nintendo choosing
1: cartridge over an optical disc. So Nintendo obviously took heed of this and uh, when designing the GameCube uh, got electronics giant Panasonic to produce a smaller disc uh, than that of the PlayStation 1 and 2. It is a well-known fact that the PS1 and 2 suffered greatly from piracy and modding Which would not be an easy, which would not be as easy with the small Panasonic disc uh, Nintendo used, down to it being harder to burn to. With Nintendo thinking they were onto a winner, the PS2's DVD playing disc tray proved otherwise, and was a deciding factor for many gamers when choosing between both. Mm. Yeah, that that DVD player really got a got a bit of a low blow on the old GameCube, didn't it? Yeah.
0: How many people do you think woke up Christmas morning with a PS2 and a wrapped copy of Gladiator on DVD?
1: Quite a few. <laughs> uh,
0: here we go. Next, he's made himself known to us, hasn't he? Ode C. Pliskin, the young book, the young stud, scaring all the older uh, big horns in town. He says to me, uh, I never owned a GameCube. I was always a PS2 guy, so I... Did try out a, one at Dublin Comic Con where I played Malie and Double Dash but didn't like the way the controls designed. Yes, a man of taste and elegance. It's fair to say that I therefore have no worthwhile opinion for this topic. Well, don't let that be said, Cpliskin, because you did. Who's next? Shall I do this one because I agree but don't agree? with All of that, some of that, some of it, some of it? Yeah, you take this one then. Okay, let's just take a moment to pop the big man because if you want to support the show and get involved in some of the artwork that's been created around mine and Tom's life in the real life village of Farmerton, <laughs> close, where we've had Adam the artist immortalise some of the uh, characters that live within the village of Farmerton, the many, the great and the few, and if you've listened to this show or any of the back catalogue you're going to know who they are, Mumsey, Lord Ponsonbury, Stingray, the newly arrived in the village but... Naderwell Fagan Ray I've already
1: forgot the new character uh, oof. Barry Snippet Barry Snippet Barry awesome. Snippet the news
0: hound I'm sure he'll be getting one uh, and obviously if you get woven into the show and you become a real hardcore loyal fan of the show you can get your own picture drawn um, little avatar the best comment each month wins a t-shirt obviously we've got the man who finishes games t-shirt just the slogan and the show name going very well at the moment yeah sold worldwide it does. yes uh, but you can also pick a print from Adam the Artist's Etsy shop so even if it's not on Official Controller Podcast you can get Godzilla pictures Transformer pictures Marvel Marvel DC pictures, DC pictures any geek Loads based of good stuff. stuff you can think of yeah uh, you go to comic pictures no space on Etsy uh, or you contact me or Comic Pictures 79, me being unofficial controller podcast on Instagram or Twitter. Or you hit up Comic Pictures 79 on Instagram. Anyway, enough of the cheap pops. He says, I had a GameCube once. I liked Mario Sunshine, which in my opinion is one of the best Mario games. And I liked the first Luigi's Mansion as well. Wasn't too impressed with the Resident Evil on the train and I thought while it started well ultimately Wind Waker was a bit rubbish it was a nice little console, to be honest but I never gave it another look when Bigger Boy stuff came along <laughs> mind you I can still hear the Delfino Plaza music in my head do you know what stop the show I can agree with all of that some of that and all of that absolutely every single last word of it that means there must be an apocalypse.
1: Are you a fan of Mario Sunshine?
0: <laughs> a little bit. Wim Wake was a bit rubbish. Luigi's Mansion was okay. Uh, bigger boy stuff came along. Happy days. The latest <sighs> member of the community to get a drawing by the immortal lad and the artist. Who was probably with his, with mine and his opinion aligning. On the GameCube, maybe that means Storm Jorge is going to rip the roof clean off. That's how you pronounce George, Spanish. It's Spanish. It. Meteorological office. Jorge. Yes. Has dubbed. A whore in the This a. storm, Storm Jorge. Okay. Okay. We do have a Jorge that listens, actually. True story. Uh, anyway, recently been immortalized, the latest person immortalized in
1: print, Boba Loba. What does he have to say, Tom? I never had a GameCube when it was current-gen, but my girlfriend at the time had one. The only game I played on it was Resident Evil 4 with the impossible-to-use-but-super-cool chainsaw <laughs> controller. A brave man tackling He's that game with that. he got six arms, Bob yeah. and an octopus. A few years ago, I spotted one for sale on Facebook for £50 with two controllers, a memory card, and a nice little stack of games. That kickstarted my retro collection. I've since learned that there were loads of great games that I missed out on back then, so my wish list is quite long. Of all the consoles I own, it's probably my favorite design, and the controller is second only to the Xbox Ones for comfort. Slightly weird button layout, though. Mario Kart Double Dash is my favorite iteration of the series. Super Smash Bros. and Metroid Prime are now two of my favorite games of all time. It's a great console to collect for, although prices are relatively high. I'd love to get my hands on the orange controller, because orange is the best color.
0: Don't at me. Mm. What does that mean? He doesn't want anyone to tell him that they've got a co- orange
1: control. I, th- or... I think he doesn't want anyone to disagree with orange is the best color. Ah, right. But he's ended with a purple heart. you think he might have gone with orange. Mm, he might have done. He's Maybe a... the ink's gone a bit funny on the uh, printer again. Well,
0: this is the printer they used to print the Farmerton news, so one would hope not. It's black and white, though. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, you're at a cocktail party we've got to that time. Obviously we we've fun. run out of facts So you're at a cocktail party And someone's come up to you and says They like GameCube too Well that's when you hit them up with our top 10 GameCube games To prove you can hold your own With the bigger boys
1: First up we've got Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2 Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess Super Mario Sunshine Metroid Prime Resident Evil 4
0: Legend of Zelda Wind Waker Pikmin 2 Super Smash Brothers Melee,
1: F-Zero GX
0: and Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes the Metal Gear Solid remake also while you're at it pick yourself up, up a couple of memory cards and an extra controller because the cube was all about local multiplayer mm. how did you connect yours to the TV just the yellow wire Tom were you that kind of guy
1: yeah no 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 I did uh, into a SCART full RGB
0: scar. Mm. I recommend anyone who's listening in fact they're very
1: expensive Nintendo did a component cable for that, didn't they, from memory? I'm not 100% sure, but I do know we've had a lot of fan feedback and the best way to play GameCube games is on the Wii because you can run at 480p, I think, is the max. Yeah, with the component cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's about the... Component cables. Yeah, so it's not directly... It's annoying because you'd probably want to play it in the cube and have the full retro experience, but if you really want to play them, in the best resolution, you're best off playing them on the Flick Wii. Flick
0: that rather annoying and weak lid off the top of the Wii and there, <laughs> spread eagle. Ah,
1: whoa, well, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll have a lot of things said, but Nintendo's build quality, always awesome. Microsoft, on the other hand, is a big pile of old steaming muck. Find me a second-hand
0: Wii that has got <laughs> one of those flaps still on it.
1: Mine would have done find me a second hand 360 that isn't one stage away from the red rings of death thing is though for the price they are you could buy 10 <laughs> and play Russian that's because they had to make so many
0: play russian roulette <laughs> we need to discuss those games very briefly yeah, pick, um, pick a favorite out of that top oh 10, no, that's really tough just pick a favorite you go into a desert island you're trying to show the man at the cocktail party that you know about, game Legend Q. of Zelda: Twilight Princess, obviously.
1: Mm. It's close though. I think that I'll that was the 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 bigger boy Zelda after the Wind Waker, and I I do like the Wind Waker, but it's just Twilight Princess is the one everyone wanted. Rose Squadron
0: two. Yeah, great game. I remember back when I had an N sixty four. I the wife at the time was at uni yeah. and I went and used the IT suite <laughs> and got online and I was watching this sneak peek yeah. of this uh, tech demo showcasing what Nintendo's next console would be like because they yeah. were working on this GameCube for quite some time. Yeah they were. And uh, I remember watching this trailer on RGN it was probably
1: like, well it was not a trailer it was like a gameplay mm. video. I and think it was probably Space World 2000 like there Nintendo used to do a show for themselves called Space World, and um, it's probably where that was footage. Well, the shown. video was on a player that
0: allowed you to see it at something. It was like five centimeters by five centimeters, and <laughs> I remember looking at it thinking that looks just like Return of the Jedi because it was that level. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, graphics can't get any better than this. They can't get any better than this.
1: I mean, that's something we say every generation. It is, but I don't know, like. I hope Next Gen proves me wrong and is a big leap, but... Someone pass me my binoculars. Tom,
0: I'm not being funny. But that's a lesser spotted uh, warbled throat-bearer thrush nestled 16 (laughs) foot up in your bouffant. Looks like it's making a nest. (laughs) It's his nesting season. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so you've decided, amongst nothing else...
1: The best way to play a cube is on the Wii, yeah. If you want the resolution, and you can use the GameCube controller as well. Obviously. Have you Even not got a Wii s-
0: snicking around in your no. side of the bunker somewhere? I
1: bet you can pick them up cheaper than you can pick a cube up as well. Probably. Well, they made enough of them, <laughs> they did. I think the uh, the front
0: retaining wall of the bunker is built from uh, decomposing <laughs> Wii's, <laughs> it certainly is. So as we close out, think back to the young lad on his way home from college with a whole bag of GameCube goodness proving yet again console launch day feelings don't come much
1: better than this one. Um, I've got to say, that night, obviously, I, well, that afternoon I got back and I obviously skipped half a day of college, got back, and I was itching to play, plugged it all in, just played through all four of the games I got, like, just trying each one out, amazed at the graphics. And then I went to a house party. And, like, being that age, I was like, oh, yeah, house party, that would be great, awesome. Well, I was there for, like, two hours, and I was like, I'm going to walk home. I want to be fighting with Luke Skywalker doing the trench run. How many that beers did you consume in those two hours? Just a couple. And I'd, I'd had enough, I wanted to be back home. How far away from the bunker was it? Uh, about a mile and a half. <laughs> Hungry for that launch day concert. Was it another cousin's party, or was it? Uh, I went with other cousin, and we went there. And he was like, "I'm staying the night," and I was like, oh, "Okay." And I was like, "Well, I, I'm gonna go back and play some GameCube." Wow, like the nerd I am. I think retrospectively, other
0: cousin probably ended up having the better night. <laughs> anyway, some would say we've been inundated with fan feedback, so we've got a load of listener memories. New listeners, welcome back to old friends, and and consistent contributors uh yeah there's a stack loader of memories here so the gamecube's mode is, is evoked some emotion here tom I'll i think re- this is the most amount of comments we've had for a console retrospective isn't i think it? they knew that you were getting all shakespearean on it they wanted to see what the font could bring out and hopefully i've disappointed them greatly oh well <laughs> you know They've just listened for their shout-out. Retro Collector Ray, first with his hand in the air, and welcome back to the uh, feature, Retro Collector Ray. I hope you're doing well. He says, my cube is the
1: one I bought on release day. He's a, see, he had that release day vibe. I have got mine in the loft. You kept it? Yeah, but I've got no leads or anything for it. It's just in there with a copy of Double Dash in the, in the disc tray that I never had, but my brother then bought it and said, can I use your GameCube to play Double Dash? very bizarre
0: anyway he says he's got his one from the release dates. day one that I got with Road Squadron the day it came out I was in work and I left to collect to go to go to the sorry retro collector Ray my denture grip has failed me the day it came out I was in work and I left store to go collect it and played it all day not a massive thing other than I was the manager of a shop (laughs) and pretty much left the staff to do what they wanted all day lol great memories good lad winking with my tongue hanging out twice emoji get switched on well hang on back. we have to say get switched on we were having some instagram issues weren't we this week oh we were yeah and get Big switched on you. he put a shifting for us on instagram didn't he pumping did. the show spreading the name spreading the word mm-hmm. we thank you for that sir yeah. very very grateful to thank you very that. much what's his gamecube memory tom
1: the GameCube was such an amazing console my favourite game was Wind Waker followed by classics like Metroid Prime Pikmin and Wave Race sadly as much as I tried I could never get into Mario Sunshine hopefully one day it will be remastered and I can finally enjoy it thank you get switched on Josh Joy-Con new listener he says I'll be honest I missed out on the PS2 but having a GameCube was pretty great still remember having Smash Bros Melee Capcom vs SNK2 Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 Sonic Mega Collection, Sonic Gems Collection, Marvel Nemesis, Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure, Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball Z, Budokai. I know I was one of those weird kids who didn't have Mario Sunshine or Zelda Wind Waker. Not because I didn't want them, but we were poor at the time, so I played other games through Blockbuster or Demo Kiosk at Toys R Us, for what it's worth. The GameCube has held up pretty well as an old school console, and you can still go back and play these. Plus, there are a lot of games I missed out on, so it's worth revisiting still played my GameCube even in the Wii era but by that time it finally died and I was very sad mm, thank you for nice comment. joining us in the uh, welcome to the family Josh Joycon welcome
0: to the family up next we've got Dubai Jim living it up over there son and himself Player. still uh, living pretty off uh, talking a kid out of a Mega Drive or a Game Gear I can't remember whichever it was in the <laughs> playground I didn't do Dubai Jim didn't my memory serve me correctly his parents owned a video shop video rental store or have I have I been at the Creosote again I think you've been at the Creosote loyal fans get in contact with me do buy Jim slide in the DMs and let me know if I was right or wrong on that one uh, what can I say about the portable console that was actually a pain in the bottom to carry to your mate's house in a carrier <laughs> bag than a Dreamcast was Home was arguably arguably the worst Mario game out there yes even compared to the dodgy ones on the Philips C.D.I. He goes on to mention Wind Waker. I've had a problem with the open water or cell shading style. I adorned losing hours at sea in the game. Now rightly considered the classic, Metroid Prime. Just wow! How to reinvent a franchise and effectively template for modern day first open world, first person open world shooters. Rose Squadron. Well, who didn't want to? Uh, and made a change from updating our old four eight six to play X Wing in a more arcade fashion. A fond part of computers past through those rose tinted specs
1: we've got another new listener Captain Cold 25 I have so many great memories with the GameCube I don't know where to begin telling my story could probably start with my first two games which were Mario Kart Double Dash Mario Party 5 in which I greatly enjoyed playing a lot then my library really started to grow as I played many good games such as Donkey Kong Jungle Beat Paper Mario Thousand Year Door Super Mario Sunshine Metroid Prime Sonic Heroes F-Zero Super Smash Bros Melee to name a few, and I also had the bird controller, which is wireless, and I absolutely love that feature. What I love about all these games is that, to me, they are timeless, and I can go back any time to play them, and still have a good time, uh, and it brings me some nostalgia. They don't uh, even need to be remastered. GameCube will always have a special place in my heart. Mm, okay, up next, CJ Nintendo, uh, a gaming
0: couple from Instagram. Uh, nice followers of the show really lovely people as well yeah. So, thank you for reaching out with your GameCube memory honestly the GameCube is in the is one of my top three favourite consoles Same. it's basically my whole childhood it has some of the most amazing games on it from my favourite franchises like Wind Waker, Sonic Heroes my favourite Mario Kart game Double Dash but also my two favourite Mario games ever which are Paper Mario and Super Mario Sunshine Metroid Prime first gets me into the series and still think it's one of the best in the franchise but most of all that trumps everything else in fact that we have Twilight Princess on it which is my fav- one of my favourite games ever so nostalgic and dark and I purposely never bought it on another console because nothing, nothing will beat the GameCube version heart 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 descending upon one's own heart emoji such a great special console alongside the N64.
1: Nice comment. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Tech Mike Reviews next. Welcome back. The GameCube has such great memories for me and I had some of my favourite games like Zelda Twilight Princess, Wind Waker, Mario Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion and so much more. This was actually the first system I bought all by myself and I felt so proud. Also, side story when I bought this my mum was painting the basement so now when I smell fresh paint I think of the GameCube and it's they want to play that's great Tech
0: reviews they're the sort of memories we love aren't they very good uh, another lis- uh, listener that's uh, voiced their opinion on this show that we've not heard of for a while Gamers the Gamers Bermuda oh man that was my shizzle again my parents always tried to be the best by me even with low funds I asked them for a GameCube and I only had the movie tie-in game Spider-Man 1 Then we went to gamestop and they bought me two of the big three mario super mario sunshine and metroid prime and to top it off they got me super smash bros Melee. oh crikey that was a that was a you sat there for months aren't you of entertainment say that was a that was a day to remember for game yeah that was pretty much a childhood's worth of gaming i was no more than seven years old so those games were difficult but i eventually came back to them that's testament to how great those games were sending us to the bridge someone else we've not heard of from a while but uh, there's a man uh, there's a man here uh, there's a, he's a big time Resident
1: Evil fan Tom, what's he got to say for himself? David Bones, Gamecube is one of my favourite consoles I got it as a gift with Soul Calibur 2 and Resident Evil so uh, my favourite console to play Resident Evil on also has my favourite controller and the Game Boy Advance player oh, you didn't mention that
0: great way of playing these no games.
1: I, I was going to touch on it but I, I went for sort of the game uh, the wave bird instead um, but yeah I'd, I never had one uh, I think it was quite good but it pixelated a lot of the images obviously blowing up on a massive TV screen but a good idea um, nonetheless mm. I think in closing to me that's the best console they've ever done wow yeah that's bold yeah it is i just think the software they put out the actual machine like the switch is a brilliant idea but i think the cube overall is the best they've done not wow. the best selling but certainly in my opinion wow okay my most well, let's get to the bit that everyone actually cares about at the show
0: let listen to stingray when the big man makes a house call you'd better be ready these guys got in touch to show us their pickups from Sting Race Boot you can too just hashtag Sting Race Boot on Instagram or Twitter or email us questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com if you are too young to have social media send us an email of your pickups and we will make sure they get featured on the show like we do with some of the younger listeners Tom how do they get to follow us as we talk about this what do they do they go to Instagram
1: yeah you go uh, to
0: the little magnifying glass at the bottom the type in hashtag
1: stingrays boot must remember to click recent, though, yes, not top.
0: And let's face it, we'll take anything you put hashtag stingrays boot and we'll have a look at it in this section. We've no even multiple had, readouts, so just just calm down. It's always straight in with that, isn't he? No, no, multiple readouts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the then he Lord, breaks the, the rules
0: himself, <laughs> then's the rules and breaks the rules. Um, we've had all sorts in here, haven't we? From uh, Pumpo Fonks. To uh Richard Clamond. Richard Clamond and beyond. First up,
1: Daddy Zilla. What's he cooking up there, Tom? Eight hundred and thirty eight degrees of pure rock star goodness bully scholarship edition. And he's picked that up for nine dollars sixty six cents. Wow, on the
0: Xbox One it's, that's an interesting box, isn't it? Xbox yeah. One three sixty. Interesting. Never
1: seen it that. Looks before. like a cut and shut.
0: Does a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> One of Stingray's classics. Here he is, Boba Loba, proudly reposting his uh, artwork of himself that Adam Artis had and the artist has done. And Boba Loba seems to be the unglorious Bar Stewards transportation expert. Again, head over to our Instagram page if you want to see what some of the uh, people in our village look like or the uh, listeners' uh,
1: artwork. Mm. Yeah, uh, We've got Sega Junkie next, got. Um HL 96 yeah it's got some EA Sports titles for the Mega Drive nice mark.garage.gamers he's got the Bioshock Brady
0: Games Guide Daddy's a little like this he's got Godzilla on the PS2 yeah Devin's Zill will be keen as well he's got Mario Kart Advance on the GBA is that Golden Sun on the bottom right no Magical no. Quest 2 uh, Garfield always going
1: to get a cheap pop out of me if you've got Garfield but quite a good little book there, retro game in a bite-sized history of video games. It's the other book holding up your games collection. It is. Oscat
0: TV. Hang on a minute. He's got Shadow the Hedgehog. I didn't know Far Cry came out for the Wii. I bet that's a. <laughs> I bet that's a bundle of laughs, isn't it? Oh yeah. And is it? What's this? Miss Pacman on the PS1. Maze Madness. Yeah, a little bit of Miss mm. Pacman. Ozcat TV's got some Pumpey Funks, Animaniacs. That's they're cool ones, to have, aren't they?
1: Dot Yako. Wacko That should look quite cool Trident Edge Oh look at this What is this all about Well
0: Trident Edge is one of our French listeners is he not And he says Sunday March the 1st Great event on our YouTube channel A video will be offered you to pay tribute to the Sega vid 2 Soon gone Don't miss it Mm. Nice Go check that out My Gaming Space He's got a Hallmark card studio For the PC I presume He's also Adam the artist will be inspired by this he's also got Jungle Strike and Desert Strike on the PC he's also got a copy of Half-Life with your phone number scratched on the front of it oh no 570372 have a little guess of the sort it's STD code and you'll be right there I'm going to like that nice he says I'm back been sorting out some stuff in the basement and I found those retro games and software in fact, I challenge anyone to ring 01522 570372 and let them know the unofficial controller podcast said hi. <laughs> Retro Gamer Thomas, what's he them. got? Got some Nez Converse. The beautiful Donna has ordered and supplied him with some Nez Converse shoes. It's very nicer, isn't it? They're very cool looking things. Very dapper. Well done, Donna. Retro Gamer Thomas, you're lying there she's got the massage oil in on your shoulders you've got the face mask decoupled pcso Ross Kemp's a suitable distance away is not to interfere with the marital activity that's going on she's poured your craft ale at the correct temperature sat in a PlayStation trophy class just bubbles simmering to the top and she's giving you a massage as you devour another episode of the unofficial controller podcast she's a good wife I'm gonna like that picture I tell you what I like that rug that they're on as well like that. <laughs> deep pile rug that they're laid splayed out on Harvey Retro he's got a
1: VHS of
0: critters no 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 you can do multiple readouts of daddy's hilarious. we can't do multiple readouts the small readouts. print of your contract Lord Ponce right. did it it's 736 degrees Tom and he's cooked up some NES carts I don't know what they are though Friday Burned. the 13th Power Rangers uh, the muscle of the show he's going to come over to Farmington on a plane <laughs> and he's going to snap you in three. <laughs> Harvey Retro he's loved the VHS and he knows what we're all about Critters that was one of those videos at Village Video uh, that I used to look at and be intrigued by because it was a cartoon, which is meant <laughs> to be for kids, you know, the box art. Yeah, yeah. But then you'd look at it and you'd also be scared. Speaking to <laughs> and Midna, I think Eslo and Midna is getting very close to know where Farmerton is because he's he slid in my DMs and he was like, "You mentioned Village Video the other day. I know, I know where that was." Like, All he needs to do is close his eyes, spin round twice. Jump up in the air,
1: walk in an easterly direction, walk in an easterly direction with a wind behind them,
0: with the wind behind him while sucking discreetly on a sherbet lemon. Nothing that nothing that Fagin Ray gave him. <laughs> What's up?
1: You want to go? No, you can't. Comment picture seventy nine. I uh, got some Harley Quinn merch, a Catwoman figurine. Very nice. I like it. Retro, retro collector Ray, yeah, yeah. he's in the feature. He's double dipping
0: this week. He's in the feature. He's in the boot. He's got ghouls and ghosts on the Game Boy Advance.
1: Nice box art on that.
0: Box mint, complete. Look out! Got the instructions. He's got the baggy. Oh, skip to his next picture, Tom. This, listeners, if you want to go, sh- if you want to <laughs> circumnavigate Tom's no double readouts, do what Retro Collector Ray did. Load up a collage. You know the ones with the little buttons underneath. So you have to scroll through. Because he's got F1 Race. Now, that was a game that launched. Look at this, Tom. You're going to learn something here. This was one game that supported the Game Boy's multi-tap. Never even knew it had one. (laughs) Oh, dear. He's got enough gaming knowledge to do a podcast. He didn't know about that. Like, launch game for the the multi-tap. Oskat's
1: got the card. And we've had him... OG Gamers next 550.
0: Mark Garage Game has got. Oh, it's a Call of Duty post. Surely you're all over no, that.
1: No, 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 no. Keep moving. No,
0: can we please just take a moment <laughs> to look at the. Uh, Captain I've, Price I, did toy. It, I did see it. I
1: did see it. I have actually liked that as well.
0: I haven't liked it. Well, so you, you call yourself a fan of Call of Duty.
1: He's now. Well, not a fan of Call of Duty. He's now
0: on 77 uh, likes. Uh, that's uh, cheap pop. OG Gamers. I,
1: I think one day we should do like a live like okay that's we'll what we we'll just did out. no no, hear me out we'll do it now we're gonna we're gonna boost by two no because everyone's listening remember
0: oh yeah
1: we're gonna boost old Harvey Retro because he's done a lot for the show
0: okay so you're gonna boost his
1: Dragon Ninja
0: boost his Critters picture everyone get on It's okay. had 202 likes as it is
1: give him some more more, okay. Even more. He's offering me cash and hand work for some of his... Oh, this is how you get some of his sound. You've
0: actually started getting the listeners' arms up their backs. Yeah. I don't think you need any more money. Uh, Lord Ponselbury did a check in the village the other day. <laughs>
1: and you're now in the top ten richest people in the village. Whoa. Awesome. Mm. I won't stop till I'm number one. Okay, so everyone... Live like Harvey Retro. Critters. OG VHS. Gamer. Which
0: post? Let's do his let's do his Sean White. Let's do that one. So he's got Sean White snowboarding on the PS3. He's also got it on the uh Nintendo DS. So remember oh. multiple pictures on one post, listeners. That's how we're gonna oh. beat Tom. Is oh okay? is it? Yeah, very clever. Here he is. This is one that everyone listens in for every week. Let's summon him from the ground with his retro tat
1: Sharaban.
2: Charabanc?
0: What's he got here? PC Engine. Wow,
1: that's a bizarre looking thing. I that. tell
0: you what, that that shuttle PC Engine looks like. If you sprayed a grey and stuck lights in it, it, could be a Star something off Enterprise or Star Trek. Absolutely.
1: Looks a bit, a little bit like that Manta Force ship as well. That all, yeah, absolutely nailed sh- it.
0: And there's me the on Enterprise. Ship. Yeah, the best Star Trek show ever made. Yeah. Geek.
1: Game racer.
0: racer. Yeah, Manx TT on the Sega Saturn. That's uh, playable with the con- with the steering wheel adapter as well. Don't know quite why you'd play a motorbike game like that, but there you go.
1: Press start gaming. Going. Got plenty of pickups there. Oh,
0: Harvey Retro's done his hair.
1: Well, he can't have multiple readouts and a live like.
0: Well, that's the one that needed live likes. It's only got 52 <sighs> likes.
1: Never mind. It's liked. nice to see Mr. C
0: is following Harvey Retro now. I like that. I'll okay. see how the listeners have all connected together I hope you well Mr C ready to overthrow well.
1: us in the bunker we need to be ready I need to go and see Mr C soon talk games again okay
0: very enjoyable
1: Final Fantasy X2 press start game has picked up along with um, Bulletstorm Morrowind Dead Rising a few other titles on there Retro- Morrowind
0: Remar is that Morrowind I think it's it's the online edition yeah. isn't it for Xbox One he's also got a umd of crash racing mm-hmm. mm, gets a cheap pot from me every time dead rising on the 360 did you have that back in the day
1: yeah quite like that game. yeah it's quite good that yeah, retro visions uh got
0: another nick came bless him every yeah. week he puts something in i call it a nick game i'm a horrible man you are you're the heel of the show i'm the I baby am. face maybe you should start saying nick i shall Tried an edge. He's been in. I mean, I don't want to quote you on your oh, own. Oh, I see. Rules. Right, no skipping oh, Game race. They like in. it anyway, though. That's the rules. You got to like it.
1: Game race has got an Amiga. I know he's been the Barbrew out. games. Oh,
0: the longest, most loyal, beautiful Joe on the DS.
1: Mega Man on the DS. Sega Saturn game. There. What's that? Oasis. Yeah. The Legend of Oasis. Yeah. Sarah, uh, Noel, and Liam.
0: <laughs> I do actually think that's a sequel to um, War, Legend of Thor. Story of Thor. Oh, uh, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. I might be
1: going way off. Comic Pictures put up uh, uh, some artwork of Farmerton Foods. You get the quality you pay for. That's, the, that's, the, that's what the With Harkson like. and Clamondon, mate.
0: Harkson and, Hark's and Clamondon. <laughs> this is one reason why they need to follow comic picture 79 and they need to come check instagram posts out it, i'll tell you what adam the artist is very much becoming paint painted of the show isn't he? <laughs> <it? laughs> he is that's what i
1: thought of when i saw that that's
0: absolutely cracking because look at the detail on the first gear poster as well presented by harkson clamond and may featuring the sting and if you zoom in even further it says disclaimer activities funded by the Ponslebury, lord Pontsbury estate and Pontsbury reserves the right to amend or Change anything you chooses regarding the programme of events. Mm. Every detail covered.
1: I think we're at the turn of the wheel.
0: Comic pictures, pictures. That was when the we were bond, we were the show was banned from Instagram and all the loyal fans were doing their thing to push the show.
1: Rallied to our aid, didn't they? They
0: did. Like good eggs. Cheers, stuff. boys. Right. Is that it, Tom?
1: It's the turn of the
0: wheel. It's well, crashed. The boots shut short. Stingray's disappeared from his worldwide tour. That's all the dips in the boot for our listeners. Don't forget to hashtag Stingray's boot or email us for your pickups to be read out. Now, Tom, reorganising my script like a newsreader without a teleprompter. In fact, they have bits of paper, even though they've got a teleprompter.
2: Strange. Mm, Answer strange. me that
0: riddle.
1: What's he been doing this week, to stingers? He has been. Buying GameCube handles, (laughs) but he's like doing one of those things where it's like one of those pop-up shops that become popular for a few years and then they go again. Yeah. So what he does gets the GameCube handle, maybe puts a few little uh, sequins on there or like reflective strip, customising it, making it personal. What do people do with some badly like sort of photoshopped picture of a dog?
0: i wondered if he might instead of doing that he might actually sell them as like a like a weight because the the cube weighed a lot but the handle made it so it was very Ah, light dumbbells yeah i wonder if he like uses these like a qvc style where it says you can attach this gamecube handle to anything a ton of sand and you can just pick it up (laughs) dead easy yeah gets people gathered round he gets Wayne Ray lifting up something <laughs> that like it's a box of card but it's actually got <laughs> nothing in it but it says like a thousand tons on the side of it and Wayne Ray picks it up and maybe Stingray even though he doesn't talk because he's mysterious he's got one of those headsets on and yeah. he's giving it the, come on gather around you gather around that's right yeah you need one of these love yeah that's what you need stick it on your cleaning gear pick it up look at that Wayne Ray he's a midget but he can pick it up oh is that the right word I don't know a dwarf he's a small person he's a small person We'll leave that out of our minds. It's fine. Well, yeah, they might. <sighs> they might. One of those listens that we think is a child. child, we might have mistaken for an
1: Let's move on. <laughs>
0: it's
1: it's time. time for a peek in what we affectionately no, no. call a Stingray's boot. Oh, God. What's nestled between oh, some God. counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battle for Endor this week?
0: looking through grimaced hands fingers so these
1: are the new release highlights for this week February 24th to March 1st 2020 listeners these are out on digital or physical or will be by the time this podcast is in your feed but could be region dependent this is now the cursed show yep. cursed images this show is cursed what we got first Well, well here's
0: one for James the work experience boy if he doesn't start Stop playing Fortnite. He's going to be getting <laughs> Mathland on the Switch. February 24th. Educational video game for kids. Improve your mathematical level in addition, subtraction and multiplication. It's not just a math app. This is on the Switch, Tom. This is this is the levels the Switch has plumbed to. It's a real educational adventure. An evil pirate, Max, has stolen the sacred gems and his cursed islands, filling them with obstacles and traps. Help Ray. What? Our pirate find the gems (laughs) and restore the natural order of things navigate your ship through the seas to get them but remember you'll need a spyglass to discover new islands solve fun maths games to get them addition, subtraction, numbering, multiplication tables and division the islanders need you is that your mummy mummy?
1: no next up we've got Famida, PC, February 25th Judge Simulator 2020 with plenty of moral dilemmas Play the role of Judge Dimion Mardok and investigate the disappearance of your father during the last revolution set in a dystopian state with a post-World War II level of tech and neo aesthetics. Have you
0: heard about the DLC for that already? No. Retro versus modern far- <laughs> Farmington edition. Be Lord Ponselbury and decide in the heated court battle about retro versus modern gaming. Have we got the title of the game right there? When it says Famida well just go with it okay Jane's work experience boy works very hard to find the right ups in some of these very obscure games okay that's what it said what's your favourite episode we've ever done give the listeners something to go back and listen to that might have just joined us can't bring myself to say it what
1: backlog of shame (laughs) no no what we'll not send them there I think the original playstation's one of our best episodes you like that one? Yeah, I think that went well. Yeah. What else did we do that was good? <sighs> we're struggling here, aren't we? <laughs> well, the listeners will let us know. We've done we. a lot, though. Usually check. we know by the amount of listeners they've got. I'll tell, you
0: one that, I'll tell you one that's done remarkably well recently. The one when we had the special guests, when we had Tom from Gotham Games on. Great episode. That was a great episode. A little bit, you know, we were outside the bunker, so... Yeah, it was a bit wilder, in Gotham Games, this large echoey chamber, so it was a bit it was a bit bizarre and cold, wasn't it? But uh, mm-hmm. it formulated a, a real belter of a show. Any of our history obs are a good thing to go
1: to, aren't they? Yeah, go check them out. What we got next on the new releases? Mega, 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 <sighs> Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection for the what? PC, cursed show, PS4, Xbox, and Switch, February twenty fifth. Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection brings together six classic titles in one game. Mega Man Zero 1, 2, 3 and 4, as well as Mega, Mega Man ZX and ZX Ad- Advent. The collection also features Z Chaser, an exclusive new mode created just for this set of games. Let me tell you one thing. I'll tell you one of our most popular history ofs. More popular than the history of the PlayStation,
0: believe it or not. And if only this console had done so well when it was first out history of the Sega Saturn's done more numbers than the history of the
1: Playstation yeah maybe people look at something more obscure to collect for
0: yeah that's certainly a console to collect for Samurai Showdown on the Switch next game out of the boot February 25th Samurai Showdown has enjoyed worldwide success as a blade wielding fighting game series since its first release in 1993 11 years have passed since the last game series instalment it's now time for Samurai Showdown to return in a game, brand new game featuring high end visuals and gameplay Faithfully reproducing the game mechanics and atmosphere that contributed to the success of the series. Samurai Showdown includes a revolutionary feature that learns players' game actions and patterns in order to create CPU-controlled ghost characters. With its story set one year before the very first instalment, warriors and combatants from various backgrounds and with their own goals are about to battle to fulfil their destinies. Tom, have you got a Mummy Mummy picked out? I have. Okay. Uh... I don't know what mine is. But have you got a VHS ready to go? Nope. I'll have to think of one. I've got one. I've got the
1: very first Austin Powers, Man of Mystery. That's mine. My oh. su- that was another That was another poster in the old uh, GameCube days up on the wall. Was it? Heather S- Graham from uh, the second Austin Powers film. Who was the first one babe. in the first one? Li- uh, uh, Liz Hurley. Liz Hurley, yes, yeah. of course. Yes. And the third, I think, was Beyonce. Um, next up, we've got... Spitlings on the Stadia, February 25th. Champion to the most powerful console on yeah. earth. Spitlings is a cute but hardcore arcade game that's made to be played with friends. Over 100 levels to start with uh, will make sure you never run out of challenges. Keep playing to unlock new music tracks, new characters to play with new visual themes for certain levels. The multiplayer is cooperative in the full, to the full extent. If one player fails, everyone has to restart the level. Prepare for a lot of shouting. Mm-hmm.
0: Brutal. Here's Mousecraft on the Switch February 27th Mousecraft is an A to B puzzle game where players help Schrodinger the crazy cat scientist in complete his mysterious mice powered invention pile up Tetromino tetromino bricks to create a safe path for as many mice as possible gather collectibles, fight enemies use different types of blocks blow up things and avoid environmental hazards in 80 handcrafted levels I'll take this next one yeah. Overpass, this is probably going to be my mummy mummy. God knows what it is, but I've got to pick this anyway because I've left it this late in the boot. It's a little bit like uh, when you're as a single man in are uptown and you had to do a safety dance with something that maybe wasn't your first pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to safety dance with Overpass on the PC, PS4 and Xbox One, February 27th. <laughs> God, why have I picked this? <laughs> this is the Debs Babs of games, isn't it? The yeah. safe bet. Take it home. It's the Overpass it's a rhythm adventure from a new perspective drive and drift to the beat that actually sounds quite cool on a futuristic road trip through music where the skyline is always in sync Mm, that's what happens when uh, Ray leaves the uh, you know when you get a magic tree and you decide that you're going to take the whole wrapper off instead of following the instructions and leaving the wrapper on and just oh yeah yeah yeah
1: and you shut the door and you gas down (laughs) that's what happens to Ray (coughs) it is Uh, My pick next, Bloodroots, PC, PS4, and Switch, February 28th. In Bloodroots, the world is your weapon. Improvise and adapt to an ever-changing ballet of ultra-violence. In a bloody revenge quest across the weird West, betrayed and left for dead, Mr. Wolf is hell-bent on finding his killer and enacting revenge alone and vastly outnumbered. Thankfully for Mr. Wolf, the world is your weapon in Bloodroots, a relentless action game that unfolds, Across the Weird West I've read that already I'm sorry um, The world is overflowing With makeshift weapons That not only change The way you fight But how you get around Improvise the most Deadly combos And compete for fame On worldwide leaderboards Fight your way Through a variety Of handcrafted levels From forest To mountaintops And experience A twisted western Revenge tale With a deranged Cast of characters
0: <sighs> I wanted that To be
1: on the You know <coughs> I wanted that To be on the Vita well, it It's on the PS4 though. I bet you could. Uh, could you remote play that to the Vita? Yeah, that'd probably
0: be acceptable. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I genuinely might pick that up. What's your know. VHS? Oh, now you're asking. Was that your mummy, mummy? Uh, my VHS is the. I hope I didn't have this last week. It's Apollo 13. Go with that. No, I was going for Episode One: Phantom Menace with the the gold and black case. Stingray's got the humbrol out (laughs) again,
0: hasn't he? (laughs) It's totally legit. We wouldn't say anything; would he? Just nod and be like, "Yeah, "Mm -hmm. good night." Mm -hmm." Uh, (laughs) This is the last one before he he drifts away from us like smoke, just disappearing. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. PC, PS4, Xbox One, February twenty eighth. The first One Punch Man game finally makes its debut. Dive into a dynamic. Fighting game experience with beloved characters from the first season of One Punch Man. Play as your favourite hero or become one. And he's gone. Wow. He's gone. Cloud Link, of smoke. And you miss him. He just eviscerates to nothing. Tom, those that paid attention at the very start of the show listened through the whistle stop tour of listeners around the world. They listened to that hard hitting news about the Xbox One's. Uh, feature that you totally forgot about where you're always playing <laughs> the latest version of the latest game and the best graphical powers then they listen to the history of the GameCube the mighty GameCube and quite a quite a emotional themed one for you because we're in your bedroom looking at your teenage passions up there on the wall <laughs> uh, Shane McMahon Shane, <laughs> Shane O'Mac <laughs> he's a dream and then we eased out the GameCube into listen Stingray and that was a good one this week some nice pickups and then the Ray reversed up, popped his boot. Not the best picks, but some Pyro software in there, yeah. some dodgy-looking VHSs. You picked episode one, Phantom Menace. So doo doo, <laughs> Bantha doo doo. You said it's your favourite prequel film. <laughs> it is the best prequel Terrible. film. It looks like Star Wars. It it's it's filmed on film with not that much CGI. If you do your research, do the research. And then two and three a shot on green screen with a load of australian actors because lucas wanted to maximize his return and they are terrible <laughs> two is worse than one and three the bigger boys are all like oh it's one of my favorites it's not it's rubbish
1: it's awesome it's not awesome we'll not argue about that Biggest part
0: of tat you've ever seen so those that paid attention through our little spat about Star Wars and have arrived now at this moment this very moment in time they're thinking he needs to ask him what he's open to play
1: what he you hoping to play was a link
0: wasn't it oh you, no you can't ask, answer a question with a question you slithering little dog what are you open to play are you playing that Black Root game whatever it's called
1: Blood Roots I don't know <laughs> Blood <laughs> Roots Blood that's Roots. kind
0: of what would have been left dangling from the lift doors if you hadn't pulled your bouffant in when we <laughs> descended down <laughs> blood roots you gonna play that oh maybe you I'm promised me sure. you promised me you were gonna download that play that that was gonna be genuinely let me, quote, any... let me
1: quote you it's all about the blood roots unquote there's nothing else I'm just terribly picky do you want a top tip from me do
0: you yeah. want a top top tip from me and you can come back and prove me wrong because I don't think it's even that much money right now even if you weren't savvy enough to
1: add it to your library Mad Max I've been tempted by Last Guardian because of playing Shadow of the Colossus don't do it, don't be so flipping ridiculous I can't even defend that game £50 as well on the store are you attempted by that? No, no, I'm not. I was hoping it was going to be a lot less. Trust me, I give you my word
0: Mad Max is your game. Why don't you do a lovely Valair on it? Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. No, prove me wrong. No. Prove me wrong. Old.
1: I will even back you the money. How much is it? I don't know. I'm going to. I've probably, knowing me, I've probably downloaded it to the library and it's not checked. Well, while I tell you, you ignore me. While I tell you what
0: I'm hoping to play. (laughs) And you tell me how much it is. So what I'm hoping to play. Well, listeners, dear listeners, because I know you're listening to me. I'm the baby face. Look at him. He's he's cowardly snivelling around his phone to see how much money he can extract out of me. I want the proof and the receipt, by the way, you little rat. Uh, (laughs) He's a disgusting human being. Can't spend it on Fortnite boxes. uh, Or whatever it's called. (sighs) uh, V-Bucks. Very what impressed. am I hoping to play? I'm going to play this weekend. I'm going to play Mad Max myself because I was savvy enough to add it to my library and I'm enjoying that. Uh, I'm probably going to play a little Persona 4 Golden. I don't know if put Lord Pontebree is going to have me pressed two, So I might be on that. Uh, what else? Uh, Nino Cooney, Devil May Cry on the PS2. Um, I think I think that might be it. Now, have you provided us and the loyal listeners with an answer? How much is that
1: game? £7.49. Right. 84% off. Get it. And next time you see <sighs> me, I'll give you £7.49 in cash. I might just buy that when I get paid. You'll be Pons- paid. Poncelbury's not... He says he pays on the first or, like, the end of the month, but he doesn't. I had to sign a contract the other day that said I donate
0: 99.9% of my hourly wage to you so we can keep doing the show and it's not a one-man show anymore. Okay. They want they want us both to be on it. The fans have said they need your voice and mine. The gaming Buffon and the chocolate mousse <laughs> <laughs> of video games. <laughs> That's what they wanted. I think if I describe myself as a chocolate mousse, it's probably time for us to call it a day. And that's all we have time for. Thank you this week, listeners. As always, thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. Remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you, Tom. See you, mate.